Hey folks, Jeff Woods here. Before we dive into the episode, we wanted to ask a favor. If you like the episode that you hear today, we would love if you would leave a rating and review on your podcast player of choice. When you do, it helps us reach more people, which helps us make a bigger impact. It also helps us understand what we're doing well and what content you like so we can do more of it. And we read every single one. For example, Marsola0824 said, this podcast has changed my mindset since the moment I listened to it after family reunion. Thank you for all you do and all the guests sharing their stories with us. Marsola, thank you for taking the time to leave the review and reinforcing what you love about the show. We really appreciate it. For those of you who have not yet left a review, please consider doing so today. With that, let's get into the episode. This is The One Thing Podcast, where we teach you the surprisingly simple truth behind extraordinary results. My name's Jeff Woods. I'm the vice president here at The One Thing Team. In the last episode, we had part one of how to honor your time block without getting distracted. This was a keynote that I gave at the Keller Williams Family Reunion Convention. We had a room of about 1,700 people who packed in early in the morning because... We know so many of you, you know that time blocking is the one thing. It's the one thing you can do such that by doing it makes everything else easier or unnecessary. And how often have you blocked something on your calendar that really mattered and didn't follow through? Something else popped up. Life got in the way. Part one, we began down the journey of how you can begin to make some changes. If you did not yet hear that, please go back and listen to that episode first. And if you have already listened to it, this is part two. And just like in the last episode, we'll encourage you to be mindful as you listen to this. What's one thing you can implement based on this episode, such that by implementing it would make everything else easier or unnecessary? Our productives are not the people who just listen to content and let it go in one ear and out the other. You're the type of person who listens to content and takes action because that's where the value comes. As you listen to this, if you feel like this might be a fit for your organization or one of your events, you can go to theonething.com, click on the about page, and you can fill out the form there. And that's where we can discuss if a keynote or a workshop for your organization is a fit. With that, let's get into part two of how to honor your time block without getting distracted. What else is stopping you from building your bunker? I tell myself that if I don't handle this right now, I won't have time later. That's something that is consistent in my view. Say that again. I tell myself that if I don't handle this right now, I will not have time later. Say the first three words again. I tell myself. (laughs) (laughs) I love this. (laughs) And is that true? I don't know. I don't give myself the opportunity to find out. <laughs> what, did, what, did, what, did, what did Gary say yesterday when we were talking about building wealth? You don't know. You can or if you can't until you... Try. No, until you do. I like there that too. Try. Ah. I, okay. Okay. There you go. Thank you. All right. Great job. All right. So first and foremost, we understand that our environment has to support our goals. So whatever your environment is, even if you're in the cubicle, there is something that you can do such that by doing it would allow your environment to further support your goals. And if you're having the dialogue with yourself that you're still fighting for your limitations, I'm here to be the voice of reasoning that will speak to your possibilities. There is one thing that you can do. It's a question of will you do it or not? 
All right. The second thing is you got to sweep for mines. And this is where yours comes back. We go into our bunker and there are mines everywhere just waiting to blow up in our face. They are usually in the form of tech and other people. How many of you, when you are lead genning, have your email open? So let me ask you a question. If I create this strange little reality where you only could do one thing for a day, and I said, you got to do one thing, and this one thing has to make the biggest impact in your business, and then I'm going to take you. I'm going to take your phone. I'm going to take your computer. I'm going to put you on a little plane, ship you off to an island with no internet and a little volleyball named Wilson, and leave you there. (laughs) Which is the thing that's going to bring more value to your business? Lee Jenning or checking email? You only get one then why is your email open? <gasps> I don't want to miss it. <laughs> right, and, 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 I, and I say that kind of tongue-in-cheek, and yet I still struggle with this. I'll be doing an interview for the podcast, and I will hear the email ding, and I'll go, well, that's ironic. <laughs> Editing team, cut. Do that section again, right? So you are not alone. I am here with you. <laughs> Though we're far away, (laughs) email's not here to stay. Okay, so sweep for minds. Look at those things. What are some of those things? Is it your email inbox? The phone rings and it's a customer calling back. Now my question, who is the gentleman who who said that? Great. Um, So my question for you, he's like, oh no, it's coming. Yes, sir. Do I have permission to go where you want to (laughs) hide? Sure. Okay. (laughs) He can't say no to that. So, so here, and this is an honest question. If somebody's calling you back, which is more important, calling somebody else or fielding that? Calling someone else. Okay. What can you do? So that when that happens in the future, you can just quickly remind yourself, I was in front of Jeff and 1,500 other people, and I said that calling somebody else was more important. Just go back to my time block and realize how, how unimportant answering that call would be. Go smaller. What's one thing you can do such that by doing it will allow yourself to remember what your one thing is? Just don't answer it. What can you do to remind yourself? Write it down. On? A piece of paper. And put it? On my desk. Where specifically? (laughs) On the screen. On the screen. Would you like some accountability built in? Yes. Is there anybody here on your team in the room? No. Oh, cool. Then we get to be friends. Oh, my gosh. When do you get home? When? When? When When's the first day you'll have this piece of paper on your screen? Uh, Wednesday. Wednesday by what time? 9 a.m. Which time zone? Central. And you will take a picture of it and email it to me at jeff at theonething.com with the number one in the URL. Wait, what time zone was that? Central. Seven, nine central on Wednesday. And what's your name? Mark. Mark. Stewart. With, with a K or a C? K. Mark Stewart. Sends me picture. What am I doing right now? It's a layer of accountability. I'm time blocking. This is what it looks like, folks, if you've never done it before. <laughs> <laughs> And what's the consequence if I don't receive it with a timestamp of 9 a.m.? Will you call me? 
You don't want that call. What will the consequence be? I don't know. Ooh. I'll make sure our time block. Okay, so you, I, I asked for permission to go where you want to hide. What will the consequence be? No, it's got to be more painful. 500 to your biggest competitor? I <laughs> know. Dude, you got to write a sticky note. Come on. <laughs> my hand's starting to sweat. My forehead is too. It's getting, getting by, hot by, in here. by the way, a great coach makes your palms sweat. This is good. Do you have your checkbook on you? I do not. Do you have Venmo or PayPal? What's that again? Venmo or PayPal. We'll talk after. (laughs) You guys guys are getting the point, right? So here's the deal. Um, Sometimes, thank you very much. Give him a round of applause. He's really only sweating because he's wearing a sweater. (laughs) Uh, So here's here's the reality. Sometimes we overcomplicate things to justify our inaction. We overcomplicate things to justify our inaction. So let's make things really simple. We've got things in our environment that are going to distract us. It's most likely your email inbox, it's your cell phone, it's other people. So the question for you is what is one thing you can proactively do for each to eliminate them? Write that down. What is one thing I can proactively do to eliminate each distraction? Email, phone, other people. You know the answer. Sometimes you just need somebody to ask you the question. So you build your bunker. You sweep for your minds. And then it's time to store provisions. Many of you are going to go back and you will actually make that one change to your environment. You will do that one thing proactively to eliminate your distraction. And then you will cap yourself at the knees because halfway through your calls, you're going to realize that you're thirsty. Which I am. And then you're going to realize that you, like me, have a very small bladder. And you are going to come out of your bunker and you are going to get sniped. You got a minute? Oh, I did so good, right? This happens to Jay all the time. So Jay has a little bowl, it's got his bars, he's got his water bottles. I now have developed the habit of before I go into my time block, I go through my checklist, water, check, bathroom, check, good, (laughs) all right? Snack, snacky snack, yes, got it, go. So what are those things that in your, this this is the question, what are the things that take you out of your time block? What are those things for you? For me, it's water and bathroom. Yours might be completely different and you know what they are. So you're going to make that change to your environment. You're going to proactively eliminate those distractions, those minds. And now now we're actually planning ahead and we're saying, what are the things that often take me out? I'm going to handle that first. And then the final thing is we have to enlist support. We have to enlist the support of other people. What's amazing about you is you're the type of person who wants to help others. 
When someone asks for help, you want to say yes. How are you feeling, by the way? You good? Okay. The challenge is when you say yes to someone else, what are you really saying no to? Yourself and everything else. You only get to put the yes chip in one bucket at a time. How many of us are saying yes to the things that aren't important and actually saying no to the things that matter most? Somebody just got uncomfortable, (laughs) right? Me too. Every day. Road to mastery, right? Getting better. How many of you get home and it's time to be present with your family and you still answer the phone? And how many of you, if I played that situation again where I said, it's your last day and you only get to do one thing and then I'm taking you to Wilson and I'm just with Wilson and I'm just leaving you there, would you be making calls or would you be with your family? Family, right? There's not a single person that would choose otherwise. Yet how many of us say yes to the thing that actually doesn't matter as much and say no to the thing that matters most? I still struggle with this. And I'm having to ask the question like, okay, what is that one thing that I can do? I realized um, that for years, my, my parents are sitting in the front row, by the way, and they can attest to this. What was I always doing at the dinner table as a kid? on my phone, right? So I have decades of actions that have become a habit. And I told myself this story that just because I was sitting with my kids on my lap, that that was quality time when I was checking my email. I literally did a training on this for our membership community. That night I went home and my little two-year-old boy is like practicing his kicks in the bathtub and I'm on my phone. And I'm realizing like there there is a moment that's happening right now and I'm missing it. How many of you are missing moments right now? So it comes down to just being very clear. When you say yes to one thing, you say no to everything else. What is stopping you from saying no? Story? Habit? Fear? Okay. Fear of what? Fear of loss, fear of missing out, fear of success. Can we go there? No, I already got my mean one out. Now I'm ready to be nice. <laughs> What's your name? Charity. Mm. <laughs> I'm, fearing, I'm feeling charitable today. <laughs> awesome. What do you mean by fear of success? I'm starting to connect the dots today of it's an entrepreneurial versus purposeful. purposeful. But what do I have left in my life if I actually reach my goals? Say that again. What do I have left in my life to do if I reach my goals? That one haunts me. Tell me more about that. You set a high bar, you reach your high bar. And what will that say about you? It wasn't high enough. Okay. And when you hit it, what's left? Truthfully, the fallout of what it took to reach that goal. The atomic bombs I put off to get there. Tell me more about that. The lack of family, time, personal time, spending time in my marriage. So all the things that actually matter to you most. Right, right. 
So you've been going through your days doing the things that don't actually matter, hoping to free up time for the things that matter most. Right. Right. Okay. So if doing the most important thing is the most important thing, what's the one thing that you can do such that by doing it would allow you to knock the right domino down day after day after day so that you could actually succeed in all the areas? There are a lot of you staring at me. Could you all look away? <laughs> now, now um, let's, let's preface by, I understand the background. Right. And um, a um, lot of people, we don't have to give particulars. Connect with my soul. Okay. So what's the one thing you can do such that by doing it would allow you to connect with your soul? Spend time in my skin. Okay. How much time? I like to set the bar bar really high, so I had originally thought it was going to be an hour in the morning and an hour in the night, but actually... um, And what did I say to you when you told me that? That was too much. And what did I suggest to you? Less time. How much time? 15 minutes. Okay. I've, I've changed it since then to just so what five is it? minutes. Five minutes. Okay, so let's get, let's get tactical because one of the things we have found when we work with our members, they set the goal as a result and not written as an activity. You write your goal as a result. Take X number of listings and you lack clarity on the activities that you can take every day that taking them would achieve the result. So let's get really clear. What is that activity, Charity? Talking to my higher power. For five minutes. Alone. For five minutes? Out loud for five minutes. And if you do four, how will you feel? Like a failure. Okay, so what should the bar be? A minute. Okay. Can you do a minute? I can do a minute. Can you do a minute? I can do a minute. Do you, believe, can... do you believe her? Yes. I do too. Yes. We're not done. Okay, so we've gotten clarity on what the activity is. Now, how do we build some personal accountability in? The, the goal here is not to do an activity. It's to form a what? A habit, okay? Okay. So what's the, what's the next most potent step you can take? I can, if I do not do that minute, I can look down to my two-year-olds mm-hmm. and tell them, that I didn't love myself enough to give them what they need, which is me being present. Are you going to track it? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to print out the 66-day challenge. Okay. And um, can we raise it, the, the, the accountability, just a little bit because I like you? Mm-hmm. Okay. I know you're new to the community. Mm-hmm. Can I ask that every day that you put that X on there, that you take a picture and post it in the membership? Yes. And tag me. Did you say every day I do it or every day I don't do it? Every day you do it. Because yes. this is about building momentum. Yes. Yes. And, and when a thousand other people see you posting every day, what do you think is going to happen? Yeah, 
I'm going to change lives and mine. Give a round of applause. How will it feel when you finally say yes to yourself first? How will it feel when you finally say yes to yourself first? When you finally do that one thing that you can do such that by doing it makes everything else easier or unnecessary, that scales your business, that allows you to have more free time, that allows you to spend time in your skin that allows you to look down at your children and say, I did it. This is what's possible. You have two options. You can either fight for your possibilities or you can fight for your limitations. Which do you want to fight for? Possibilities. So please write down, I will fight for my possibilities. I will fight for my possibilities. And get very clear on the fact that every time you allow yourself to be distracted, every single time someone asks if you got a minute and you react and say yes, which are you fighting for? Your limitations and who else's limitations? Theirs. And you will be failing so slowly, you feel like you're succeeding. And now here's the real mic dropper. When you flip it and you start saying yes to yourself first, you're going to be succeeding so slowly, it will feel like you're failing. You will be succeeding so slowly, you will feel like you're failing. You will knock that lead domino down and you will not see the result. And then you will knock that lead domino down and you will not see the result. I was in a mastermind with Gary and he said the number one reason people fail to live their one thing is because they are unwilling to endure the monotony of success. And that came up yesterday on stage. Unwilling to endure the monotony of success. How many of us are high Ds? So we want results when? Yesterday. Yesterday. (laughs) So we do the right activity and we go, do I get the result? And we don't see it. And then we do the right activity. Did I get the result? No. Remember that hockey stick growth image? You knock the right domino down for a very long time before you earn the right to experience extraordinary results. Our question for you is, how will you endure the monotony of success? Thank you. We've got 10 minutes, so we're going to do some Q&A. If I can, you you mean my mic runner on this side? And can I get one mic runner on this side? Hi, I'm Amy. Hi. What are some suggestions for getting the people around you to buy into the idea of your one thing being important? So, so, so the question is, what can you do to have other people buy into you doing your one thing? Zig Ziglar said, you can have everything you want if you just help enough other people get what they want first. I like to put myself in their shoes and ask the question, how does me doing my one thing help them? 
What does me doing this, how does that support and serve them? Uh, more directly and practically from a script standpoint, and I've heard agents use this. This happened to me when I was buying a house where the expectation was set early on that at six o'clock, if I call after six, the call may not get returned till the next day. And the script was something along the lines of, I'm going to show up for you fully and we're going to have a great experience and you're going to get a great house at a great price. And just as committed as I'm going to show up for you, I show up that committed for my family. Which is why at 6 p.m., the phone goes off and I'm present with my kids. Leave a voicemail if it's really urgent. Text me because at some point in the night, I'll triage it. If it's really important, I'll try to get back to you. But just let's set the expectation that I will get back to you in the morning and of X number of years, we've never lost a deal or anything bad happened because of that gap. Does that sound fair? I said, yes. Okay, so that's for that specific situation. So I think for you helping others, it's a matter of just saying, for the next 30 minutes, it's really important that I focus on this. Can I circle back with you in 30 minutes? Can I circle back with you in an hour? What do you think they're gonna say? They're gonna say yes. And if the answer really is no, if it's truly that urgent, then you have a decision to make, right? But it's, it's, it really comes down to communication. Great question. Megan, where are we over here? Hi there. Hi. Jeez, I'm loud. Okay. You're awesome. <laughs> Something I really struggle with is the, the feeling that I'm being selfish when I'm focusing on my one thing because there are constantly people that need something from me, whether it's family, whether it's work-related, but it, there's always somebody that needs a piece of me. Yes. So, and, and I also struggle with the, the idea that maybe I'm more important than I am, you know, that I'm, I'm more necessary <laughs> than yes. I actually really am. Um, so kind of balancing that, and I feel like it's going to be a daily struggle of counteracting the fact that I feel like I'm just being so selfish. Sure. Um, I want you to imagine your life and your time as a glass, and there's a certain amount of water that's in it. Every single time you say yes to someone else, some water drains. What happens if you ultimately continue down that cycle? It'll be an empty glass. You, you give up too much of yourself that there's nothing left and you don't recognize the person that you're looking at in the mirror. Yep. Anybody resonate with that? We believe that your cup should be so full that it is overflowing and that the abundance can quench the thirst of everyone that's inside your world. That's something I think I desire is, is to be able to just give and give and give, but... For well, some reason, there's that, I don't know what the reason is that I feel like I'm just being selfish when I'm focusing on me. Well, here's the reality. Um, and today, this afternoon, I think it's at two o'clock, Jay and I are doing a session on how billionaires set goals. Um, I'm not the billionaire yet, by the way. <laughs> I'm going to show my 411. I'm going to show my 20% work. And what is really crazy, I've tested this so many times, it takes roughly 20% of your time to get your 20% work done. It really only takes about 20% of your time to get the few things done that will generate 80% of your results. There is enough time for you to say yes to yourself and say yes to everyone else. And you have to start by saying yes to yourself first. So 
you got to have an internal dialogue with yourself and ask the focusing question, what's the one thing I can do? And, and go on, start, make that a habit. Thank cool. You. Thank you. How you doing, Jeff? Hi. Question for you. What is your long-term growth plan? What does that include? Your personal development? What do you include courses in that that you- Are you talking about for our company? For just for you as an individual, your personal growth plan so that you can develop those skills to then add to your company. I looked at Gary and I thought of that quote that people don't decide their futures. They decide their habits and their habits decide their futures. So I asked the question, what habits did Gary acquire? What did he really master? And from what I've seen, he has mastered getting in a relationship with talent and he's mastered coaching them to their possibilities. And every single day, I am asking the question, am I doing the activity that will put me in relationship with talent? And am I doing the thing that will coach them to their possibilities? And for the people who've been following the podcast, you know I have been going on a road to mastering asking great questions, and you saw it show up here today. So that's where all my focus is going, because if I can have talent and I can ask questions that can make them soar, there's no ceiling makes a lot of sense. Thank you very much. Yeah. Everyone, thank you for your time. I appreciate that you're here. Well, there you have it. Part two of how to honor your time block without getting distracted. This was a fun one. I love being able to interact with people and go where they want to hide, you know, make it a little interesting. What was your experience? As you listen to this, did you put yourself in the attendee's shoes? Did you ask yourself any of the questions that were being asked? Did you listen to this the best you could possibly have listened? Are you prepared to implement to the best of your ability? We mentioned in the last episode, this is a road to mastery, folks. And mastery means that you adopt the mindset of a student. Every day learning, every day taking action and failing, which means that you're making progress, the progress over the perfection. If you would like to take that next step in your journey of living your one thing, consider joining our membership community, Living Your One Thing, where we really help you take this to an entirely different level. People who go through this find themselves taking back on average 20% of their time in the first 30 days. And while that sounds like a cool stat, what this really means is suddenly you're present when you're at home. Suddenly you're getting your most important work done and you're able to be at that dance recital. You're able to be at that soccer practice. You learn how to say yes to yourself and your family first and still thrive in your professional career. If you'd like to learn more, go to www.theonething.com slash membership. You can also text the word accountability to the number 33444. And if you're one of the people who are new to the One Thing podcast, make sure you click that subscribe button so that all future episodes are automatically downloaded to your device. And like you heard at the beginning of the episode, please leave a rating review. It helps us reach more people and also lets us know if these are the type of episodes you like to hear. Please leave your rating and review on your podcast player of choice today. Thanks so much. And we look forward to being with you in the next episode. 